Good morning, Australia, and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8, and 88 FM, depending on where you are in our wonderful, gorgeous country. You're on the breakfast show this morning, and not with Mon and Lyle, or Lyle and Mon. You're here with Mon and Taryn and Christopher. Ooh, dealing with... Oh, yeah, no. Never mind. I'm completely confused. I thought that Chris would be <laughs> gone on the day that they're listening to this, but no, because they're listening to the... Delayed broadcast. That's right. So this is why Taryn is confused. I am confused. We're recording this on Wednesday, the, what is it, the 13th of July? 13th of July. June. 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 (laughs) I'm just following you. Oh, my goodness. Guys. We are supremely confused. (laughs) We we are recording this intro on the 7th of June. But because... 13th of June. (laughs) Man, I just didn't didn't, have a nap. Can we just turn this off so I can go to sleep? No. (laughs) (laughs) So we do have a live show. The live show happens live surprisingly every morning from seven till nine and you can jump across to the live show because this is the delayed broadcast so once we finish to the live show we do like a little delayed intro delayed broadcast intro for all our delayed listeners because this just this gets aired like the next day or the next week or sometime down the track but do you know what the live show is always so much better it is and why is that because you can call in and get the prize yes. but we give away multiple prizes throughout yeah. the day uh, throughout the show we you can ask the question of the day you can you know be on air with us it's it's so much better the live show is always a better idea and it's so easy to get there how do they get there just jump on over to our website which is faithfm.com.au and click on the Play button up the top yeah, yeah just, just play, play. Oh, don't forget you can also listen to us on the tune in app and of course we're on 87.6, 87.8, and 88 FM That's all around. It. Exactly. When you get the tuning app, just get the free version, by the way. Don't, don't, don't pay for that stuff. <laughs> and you can just search for Faith FM Australia and you'll be with us on the live show. Hey, guys, tell yeah. me, what are you grateful for this morning? Oh, other than the amazing sunset as we were driving to work today. Sunrise. Sunset. <laughs> Sunrise. Feel, wow, guys. Here's, here's what I'm picking what up. What is this today? Not only is this broadcast delayed, I think our brains are like super delayed. delayed. Actually, no, scratch that. I haven't made a flub yet. You two have. <laughs> so let's see in the next how many minutes yeah, if got, I make a flub. a minute and a half. I reckon <laughs> I'm safe. I'm okay, safe. what are you grateful for? Uh, wait a then. second, wait a oh, second. You yeah. have the most colossal <laughs> flub. You turn up to work on a public holiday. Yeah, that's hey, right. Hey, hey, hey. That trumps I, yes. I love radio. I love our <laughs> listeners. I just quick tell me what you're grateful for. We got like a minute and twenty seconds. I'm super grateful that I got to spend the day chilling in bed because it was cold, and I got to read a book, and it was nice. So snuggly. Old. What about yeah. you, Mon? Oh, do you know what? I'm so grateful for herbal tea right now. Mm. Herbal tea keeping me warm in me toes and in mm. me fingers. Yeah, because I'm doing my juice fast, and yeah. so when I want a break from juice, I have herbal tea. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> just more liquids of water then. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what are you? What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my heated seats in my car oh, that keep me warm when the heater is good. cold. Yeah, yeah. Taryn took me for a ride last week in her brum brum, and I, I have to say. Those heated seats yep. were something else. <laughs> that cushy tushy, hey? Oh, my tush was so cushy. It was really, really great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you want to tell us what you're grateful for, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, or you can text me 0491-064-669. doesn't matter if you're in the delayed broadcast. We will take your texts and calls anytime, and uh, we would love to know what you're grateful for. You know, having a attitude of gratitude is mm. does goes a long way to helping your day get better. That's it. 
So stay tuned. We have a great program today. Um, we have a wonderful show. We know it because we've gone through it already. But we have Darren Pratt coming and talking about the Fortnite addiction, the video game that everyone's losing their mind over. We have some good news. We have some world news that's continuing. And, of course, we have our wonderful Bible study. Stay right there. Don't go away. Shines light on me. Open up my eyes so I can see. When I look up in the darkest night, then I know everything's gonna be alright. In deep confusion, in great despair, when I reach out for him, he is there. When I am lonely as I can be, then I know that God shines His light on me. Yes, he'll lift you up and turn you around And he'll put your feet back on higher ground Reach out for him, he'll be there Willing your troubles you can share Put your feet back mm, on higher ground. 
Oh, we got some shoulders shrugging and some heads bopping here in the studio. How good was that tune? That, that was, was awesome. So nice little wake up, good morning tune. Welcome back. You're listening to the Faith FM Breakfast Show. You are here with Montown and Chris. Yo, yo, yo. Filling in for Lyle, who is away in the Americas doing stuff. <laughs> stuff and he's things. He's in North America, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in North America and uh, he's hanging out with his extended family, so... Yeah, they, uh, just always that just always gets me every time you go Americas because I think more like South America, right? Well, That's isn't the, the Americas? Oh, like, I suppose so. Yes, 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 yes. The America, the, the North, the Central, and the South. Can you give me like your best? Let's say like typical American accent. Like there is no typical American accent. Well, well you know so what? I mean. Give me the Texas American accent. Texas, I'm from Texas. How you doing, girly? Oh, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. All right, so we've lost all of the uh, Texas listeners, but that's okay. Well, let's, let's keep going. I'm getting the thumbs down from our producer, who is actually an American. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let me say about the weather. Not in Texas, but here in Australia. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, so Sydney, 11 degrees at the moment. They're climbing to 19, partly cloudy melbourne is sitting on 10 they're going to have a top of 15 they might have some late showers and becoming windy as well brisbane is also 10 with a top of 26 perth is a chilly eight right now they'll be going all the way to 18 though adelaide is also 10 they'll be heading up to 15 they'll have showers hobart is also going to have showers they have a top of 14 they're currently sitting on seven as is canberra who is going to have a top of 12 also showers for them darwin 21 degrees Jealously climbing to 31. Oh, well, I wouldn't get to be in Darwin right now. Mostly sunny for Darwin. And if you're here in Newcastle with us, you're experiencing 10 degrees. It'll be climbing all the way to 18 and it'll be sunny all the way, which is great because my laundry's been on the line since Thursday. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. What? It just got rained on all on weekend. <laughs> I so understand. I'm running out of socks, people. <laughs> <laughs> But guess what, people? Oh, what? We are on Instagram. <gasps> no our way. handle is Faith FM Live, and we have already given away the first clue for our quiz this morning. We gave it away like half an hour ago. And so uh, technically someone could have rung in and claimed the prize yeah, already. Yeah, because actually today is a pretty easy quiz, and uh, we're going to give away the first clue now. And just FYI, stay tuned, because we are going to be live streaming from our Instagram account in about, oh, let me see, 10, 20 minutes when we do our um, our live interview. But Chris, what's our quiz today? Ooh, our quiz today is a who am I question. And our first clue is, I told God I am angry enough to die. That's, That's pretty wow. angry. That's pretty intense. That's eh? very angry. Yeah. He needs to like chill out. Calm Take a chill pill. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. You can text 0491-064-669. If you get the answer right, we will, of course, send you the prize of the day. But Taryn, speaking of prizes. Yes. Tell us some good news. I will tell you some good news. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Yes. Are you pizza people? Oh. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Pizza is bae. Yeah. Pizza is life. Pizza is my boyfriend. <laughs> I love Pizza. Uh-huh. Have you ever like gone to the store and then you were driving home because you picked up your pizza and then it you go over a bump and it hits the top of the pizza uh-huh. box and then all of the toppings get yes. stuck on the top yes. of your pizza and it just ruins your life. And then you have to peel it off but it tastes cardboardy. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of gets all like clumped mm-hmm. in spaces because uh-huh. the cheese just doesn't fall nicely I'm hearing back you. on the pizza. I'm hearing you. It's a real problem that we face in life, isn't it? It's, it absolutely is. Well, yeah. you know what? what? Dominoes. 
Domino's has the answer, right? Are you serious? Domino's has the answer. In America, Domino's is paving for pizza. So, (laughs) they say that bad roads shouldn't happen to good pizza. Oh, my gosh. Get this, right? Get this. Domino's are hiring work crews to repair potholes in cities across America to ensure that their pizzas make it home safely. Wow. Like, how how expensive is this? (laughs) It's good got to be expensive, right? That's incredible. So, in their press release, they say the Paving for Pizza initiative is filling cracks, bumps, potholes, and other road conditions that can put good pizzas at risk after they leave the store. Have you ever hit a pothole and instantly cringed? cringed. We know that fi- that feeling is heightened when you're bringing home a carryout order from your local Domino's store. We don't want to lose any great tasting pizza to a pothole, ruining a wonderful meal. <laughs> Domino's cares too much about about its customers and pizza to let that happen. Wow. <laughs> Guys, so funny. I just can't believe it. I think this is amazing. And like, if you look at the pictures here, which I know our listeners can't see, but on the um, actual potholes that they fill in, they put their Domino's logo and the words, <gasps> okay, oh, well, yes, we did. There we go. And there so we go. like that's, they're that's advertising <laughs> themselves and saying like, hey, look, your local council won't be yeah, to potholes, d- but we will come and buy pizzas. <gasps> See, Maybe okay. that, that actually, it, it makes a little bit of sense because if you think about it, the council is like your local government who yeah. don't necessarily care that much if you think about oh, it. About no. But privatization, because obviously it's become lucrative enough. There's obviously a big enough problem with customers complaining that the pizza was being ruined either by the delivery driver who has to drive over the potholes yep. or by them going taking it home and being unsatisfied and it's in their best interest you know to keep their customers happy yeah and if it means investing money in fixing potholes which you can then spray paint with your own logo exactly. and have as you know your own sort of walkway all over uh-huh. the city Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. See, I mean, this has gone global too now, right? Man, I was I was right on board right until they were like, and we're gonna stick a brand on it. I'm like, oh, because like I don't want an obnoxious Domino's. Like, what if there's a pothole right outside my driveway? And I've been asking the council for years, and they're just like, oh, we'll get around to it. And then Domino's comes and it's like, well, we can fix it. And then suddenly I've got this big Domino's logo right in front of my driveway. I've got an answer for you. Just go to Bunnings, get a can of black spray paint. Oh, that's true. That's true. What are you gonna do, Domino's? What are you gonna do? You watch me, and I'll buy your pizzas. There we go. Hey, speaking of Domino's, have you guys tried their new vegan pizzas? (coughs) I have, actually. They're actually pretty good. Oh, Shell's giving me the thumbs up. Our producer is saying, yes, they're good. But I actually have some good news. This is an excellent segue, by the way. Nicely Mm. set up, guys. Didn't plan that at all. (laughs) (laughs) So Domino's has released uh, vegan pizza for a while now in Australia. You can order their vegan pizzas. Guess who also is now doing vegan menu as of just the other day? I heard KFC was doing some vegetarian chicken. Oh, what? I haven't heard that. Oh, really? Yeah, they're That's doing vegetarian cool. chicken. Well, Hungry Jack's has just oh. debuted their new vegan burger, the Burger. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. So they've described the offering as a 100% vegan patty made with carrots, peas, corn, potato and capsicum, plus veganaise, that's vegan mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and non-dairy vegan cheese. There you go. I'm so excited about this. I love burgers. I think we should all go to Domino's right after this show. And then <laughs> Hungry, Hungry Jacks Jack. and get like vegan everything. Pizza and burgers. Okay, so <laughs> for all breakfast. Right. Here, here's the real question then. Yes. What do you prefer? Pizzas 
or burgers. Oh, Chris. Here's what what I'm thinking, right? So burgers are really good, but the problem is that like every time you take a bite, it's like half your filling falls out the back. No, actually, I have an answer. I prefer pizza because it's harder to find a bad pizza where – like almost all pizza is good, right? <clears throat> yes. And it's hard to get a dud. Whereas burgers, I feel like you frequently get a dud burger. <laughs> Isn't that just called hungry chicks? <laughs> 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 Sorry, you set me up way too easily. <laughs> and uh, we'd like Shame. to thank our sponsors today, <laughs> McDonald's. Um, no, no, we're not sponsored by them. My boss is going to be calling me soon. <laughs> He's my boss as well. I should be equally as scared. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, shame. Yeah, we're not sponsored by any fast foods. And we don't recommend eating fast food. <laughs> no. But we're just saying, like, vegan no, options. Vegan. If you're in a, like, sometimes vegan. all there is is vegan. Right? I mean, all there is is fast food. Like, if you're traveling, yeah. you know, going through airports <laughs> in the middle of the night, that kind of thing, sometimes junk food's all you got. Yeah, that's right. So, to have a vegan option is, is better than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The world is really going to be. Do you prefer pizza or burgers? Oh, uh, I really don't know. I think pizza. I think mm-hmm. pizza. What about you, Chris? Oh, pizza all the way. Pizza. I do yeah. love okay. a good burger, though. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever made way. your own pizza? Yes. Oh, yes. And my yeah. friend makes the most amazing pizza dough uh-huh. as well. Same. So, like, we make, like, all of the pizza ourselves. Yeah. And it's just amazing. It's so much cheaper. And it's so yeah. much easier. Yeah. I have a yeah. really good dough recipe. Um, it's, it's quick. It's easy. You let it rise. It has the most beautiful. Do you know what? I'm going to put our recipe on Instagram. Hey, Check out our Instagram exciting. and our Facebook and our Twitter. I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to do our pizza dough recipe for you this morning. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with some current news events and another clue for the quiz. This is Alison Brooke with the Revelation song, Choose the Lamb, which we hope you do. It all comes down to the lamb sing from the
Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Mon, Taryn and Christopher in the studio this morning with you live. P.S. If you're listening to the show and it is not Wednesday the 13th of June, it's because you're listening to the delayed broadcast. And don't stress, you can jump across to the live show. Everything is happening live. Just go on faithfm.com.au, press play on the live stream, or you can download the TuneIn app and press play there once you've searched for Faith FM Australia. So today is, of course, a wonderful Wednesday. It's clay day for me. Every Wednesday I do... Clay facials. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to make clay day. <laughs> yeah. Clay day. I was like, forget hump day. I'm going to make clay day. So um, you can check my Instagram out later. I'm doing like really crazy uh, uh, <laughs> selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. But uh, uh, Christopher, here's another clue for the uh, quiz. Oh, okay. So our next clue. So here are my question. Our first clue was I told God I am angry enough to die. And our second clue is I said, I have been banished from your sight. Yet I will look again toward your holy temple. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting indeed. If you think you know the answer to our quiz, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. You can even message us on Facebook or on Insta or tweet at us. And uh, we'll send the prize if you know who that is. And, of course, it is a Bible character. So someone out of the Bible. Chris, you have some crazy news for us, don't you? I think we do. So, yesterday we talked a little bit about our two boys, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. Uh-huh. And yes, our two boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly this morning, Singapore still stands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, al- it's alive, yes. Uh, so, yeah, they were talking in Singapore, doing some peace talks and such. And we were wondering what would uh, result out of this? What kind of things would come out of it? And some very interesting developments have taken place. Uh, Donald Trump, the main reason these two countries were meeting was to discuss denuclear uh, denuclearization. That's I'm it. just going to say denuking from now on. Yeah, okay. no. so, <laughs> they're uh, discussing denuking uh, North Korea. And it appears as though North Korea is cooperating to quite some extent. Uh, But more importantly, Donald Trump was actually more primarily focused and more concerned with the human rights issues that are taking place in North Korea at the moment. Uh, So, for example, it's suggested... Because uh, we can only get so much information from mm-hmm. North Korea, mm-hmm. maybe around about 100,000 political prisoners are being held in gulags in North Korea at the oh, moment. Wow. Um, and so Donald Trump's uh, yeah primary concern was actually not denuking North Korea, but getting these political prisoners out. And, uh, yeah, so they signed some stuff. You can read the full document, the full statement that these two uh, powers agreed to sign. And, yeah, the, they both signed a document stating that they want to cooperate on denuclearization and creating peace in the north uh, in the Korean peninsula between North and South Korea. So, quite a lot of interesting developments taking place here uh, at these discussions, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. What I think is interesting though is um I think we've kind of maybe lost sight of the fact that Kim Jong-un isn't a great person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Because <laughs> we uh, these are some very uh, atrocious things that are happening over in North Korea. And I think it's pretty easy to, you know, laugh and make Kim Jong-un like a bit of a joke. Because, like, if we're honest, he is a bit silly. He is kind of just like a little kid running a country and he, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing. And so we kind of, you know, make fun of him a bit. 
But I think, yeah, we've also maybe lost sight of the fact that he's not a great person at all. He's not a, a good, influential leader. And, you know, yeah. whatever we'd like to say about our political leaders in the West, at least not under a, uh, you know, fascist regime. Yeah, and yeah, not exactly. Be, we're allowed to freely express our political opinions here on radio every morning, in fact. Uh-huh, we we uh-huh. kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, North Korea, that would not be a possibility. So we're actually quite privileged um, to have that right of freedom of speech here. So, I think, uh, I hope that, here's why I think we might have forgotten about it. Because Kim Jong-un's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, I might let some people go. But in my opinion, I'd be like, okay, you can let some people go and then you step down. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. you face you face crimes, whether uh, not war crimes, but, like, some equivalent of, like... Yeah, uh, exactly. Ab- yeah. Abuse, uh, yeah. He, he just needs to face the consequences of his actions, right? Yeah, there's, there's no consequences here. Nobody's holding him accountable to the things that he did. Exactly. So, yeah. it's kind of frustrating. Uh, and here we go. Here, here's be, me being hypocritical. I kind of want America to be like, no, Kim. You know, like, slap him on the head and be like, go to prison. But I'm like... But then then America will do that to everyone. So, I can't allow them to do that. But you know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I, there should be some repercussions for Kim Jong-un uh, and the the terrible things. And not just him. Obviously, he's got a whole uh, government and, you know, a, a leadership team that a is... Regime, a yeah. regime. People who are working for him that should also be um, suffering some punishment as well. I think the country definitely needs to clean up its act in, in the way it treats its people. Mm. Um, you know, the brainwashing, the, the oppression, the lack of freedom. We know so little about... North Korea, actually, we, yeah. we think we know quite a bit. We actually know. I mean, if you think about it, it was only um, you know. Uh, did you see the the corresponding um, interviews with Dennis Rodman that they had? Do you no. guys know, are you guys old enough to know who Dennis Rodman is? No, no. of the name, nothing <laughs> else, nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so Dennis Rodman um, is a famous American basketball player. And oh, um, yeah. yeah, and so um, Kim Jong Un is a huge a uh, basketball fan, and so Dennis Rodman, um, you know, you, you know Michael Jordan, yeah, and, you know Shaquille O'Neal and all those kind of guys. It was like kind of like Dennis Rodman, not quite as famous as those guys, but um, he fl- he actually flew over to North Korea at Kim Jong Un's invitation, um, you know, and was playing basketball with him and created like a relationship and. and um, and he was, that was only like in, I think maybe like 2013, but they were actually the first Americans, like known, wow. known Americans wow. to have met Kim Jong-un. So it's only been like, you know, it hasn't been that, that long of a time. But but Dennis Rodman, you know, he, I guess maybe he, I, I'm assuming that he didn't quite understand, you know, the extent of, 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 what Kim Jong-un was doing to the North Korean mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, but I met him and he's really cool and he seems really nice and we had a great time playing basketball yeah. and eating food and stuff and watching TV and flying around in his private jet and that kind of a thing. And so then he's like, you know, why doesn't Obama like, you know, pick up the phone and give him a call and make friends and stuff? It's like, you don't understand. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a front mm. that this whole country puts on and then behind the scenes, like people are starving, people are dying, yeah. people are being put in prison for having a different opinion. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not cool. So, and that was only 2013. It's mm. only been five years yeah. since, like, you know, Americans have met, you know, the North Korean leader. It, so sounds, it sounds like Dennis Rodman is to North Korea what Tom Cruise is for Scientology. Like, they're their <laughs> yeah. PR front guy. Like, that's oh, not too bad. Like, it's good. You know, we won't, we won't be, we're not too bad. We're not crazy guys. But yeah. I think um, as well, and he, here's, here's an interesting thing as well. A lot of people uh, often... When we look at God in the Bible, uh, God often talks about himself being a judge and exacting justice. And sometimes we look at that and we have this problem. We're like, oh, how can a, a God of love uh, be, you know, 
have judgment on people. Like, this doesn't sound very loving. But then if we look at stories like North Korea uh, and we look at the fact that Kim Jong-un isn't facing any repercussions for his actions, just something inside of you feels wrong, doesn't it? It, it, it? You get upset at the injustice that is taking place in the world. The fact that there are people suffering at the moment mm. and the people responsible are not being held accountable, that that mm-hmm. really feels, that's unsettling and you feel it inside. And we're told in the Bible that God will keep accountable each person for what they've done here um, mm. during their life. And so whilst Kim Jong-un might not face justice for his actions here and now in the earthly justice system, we know that uh, he'll face God's judgment and God's justice um, one day, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that can also be a comforting thing. And yeah. then we begin to understand how God's justice is actually loving because we would say that for a judge to look at Kim Jong-un's case and to not um, give him uh, the... Adequate punishment. Adequate punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would say that's unjust and unloving and it's unfair to the people that have suffered under Kim Jong-un. So I think this is a really good kind of case study to look at um, God's judgment and God's justice and how it actually reflects his love in that he is not willing for uh, sins to go unpunished, which are completely unjust. Mm. I think this would be amazing. Uh, you know, I, I do believe that one day we will be able to have access to North Korea because you know the prophecy that every every everyone will have had the opportunity to choose Jesus, and therefore we yeah. must at one point in the future be able to, uh, you know, witness and minister the people of North Korea. And I'm I'm so looking forward to the day when we can go in there and um and you know and send missionaries and speak to them about the love of God and speak to them about the justice of God. Mm. Um, I think it'll be a great day. Hey, if you have an opinion, dear listeners, if you you know want to have a chat about Dennis Rodman or basketball or North Korea or Kim Jong-un, give us a call. Uh, we can have a chat about it. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. We'll be right back after this song. This is Stones of Eden with the song Whisper Gently. We are going to be returning with Darren Pratt live in the studio. It's going to be a bit squishy, all four of us in yeah. here. And we're going to be discussing uh, Fortnite. If you don't know what that is, stay tuned. <laughs> Speaking words of truth and life For all the darkness 
back to Faith FM. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. And guess what, folks? We are live streaming right now from our Instagram page. So head on over to Faith FM Live. That's all lower case, all one word. And you can check out this interview that we're going to have right now in studio. Um, good morning and welcome to Darren Pratt. Good to be back again. It's been about yeah. a fortnight since your last. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, we are indeed going to be discussing uh, addiction and uh, in particular um, this fortnight craze. Now, I have to admit, I've only heard about this recently, um, only the last few days, but I've heard a lot in those last few days. And I, I we were talking this morning, Taryn and Chris and I, who were here in the studio with us, um, we were just talking this morning before the show went on and I was saying to them, do you know what? If I could obliterate three things, three tangible things off the face of the earth, it would be drugs, pornography, and video games. I just wow. hate them with a fiery, burning passion. But anyway, how do you feel about it? Yeah. <laughs> and what is Fortnite? Everyone keeps talking about Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. And I'm like, have the Americans finally discovered that Fortnite is a word we use when we say two weeks? Because <laughs> every time I go over there and talk about Fortnite, they're like, what? Well, I haven't smelt it correctly, so yeah. I don't think so, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a brand new video game, interactive video game that's taken the world by storm. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, I know that there were 43 million playing it. So, 43 so, and million? And it's growing every day. Um, wow. That's insane. But that's, but it's, a, I know, I've heard it's addictive. I heard, um, I'm going to tell you a really like, sad uh, story. I heard about a, a nine year old girl who was so addicted to playing this video game that she wouldn't even go to the toilet and she was just, wetting her bed just sitting on her bed just urinating onto her bed and playing this video game continuously throughout the night and when her parents figured that you know realized this was a bit of a problem you know they took away the the the, um the game where all the computer however it's played and uh and she became violent and abusive and would strike her father in the face um and then they realized that, you know, she was now going through withdrawal symptoms and it was like a severe, she was only nine years old. And then they discovered that she'd actually stolen their credit card from their wallets and that wow. she was making uh, like, you know, monthly $90 payments, whatever. Because apparently it's not just, you know, pay once, get the game. It's like a continual. So that yeah, there's, there's, there so must be more to this game than it's just fun. It, it is very, very addictive. That's the whole problem with this game is that um, it's, it's a craze. And it's always been crazy. I'm pretty old than you guys. I remember in the 70s, the yo-yo craze. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now that was um, everybody had a yo-yo and we're, we're playing yo-yos in the schoolyard. And there's all these awesome crazes. I mean, you think of the recent ones. There's been recent crazes that have taken the world by storm. Can you remember fidget spinners? How? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember fidget spinners. Um, and so they're, they're the crazes that occur and they will occur and everybody does them. That seems to be the world thing. But the problem with this one is it's online, it's interactive and it's highly addictive and, um, yeah, that combination is creating a real worry for parents and school teachers alike. Uh-huh. What is this? Like, what, is it like a shoot-em-up game? Is it like a building farms game? Is it capturing animals game? Is it... Well, basically, it's described as the cross between Minecraft and Hunger Games. I'm not sure if you've seen either of those, but... Um, I haven't. I'm feeling really old all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft has been the computer craze for the last 10 years now where mm-hmm. most kids play... It's a building-type Lego, almost-type building game that where you build all sorts of things on an on an island and you and you're creative um but so it's but it's not it's not it's virtual it's like virtual lego is almost that, almost like, almost way to describe it okay yeah. hunger games has been um i guess a series of books that have been made to a movie recently where 
um, again, it's a game where the only one person wins and survives and you uh-huh. kill everybody else um, okay. in this game and the world watches it. It's all science fiction. Uh-huh. Battle Royale, basically. Yes, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this game is a cross between the two. You're thrown onto an island with about 100 other people who are all interactive, either in teams or individual, and only one person or one team survives. So basically... You build forts and you work your way through the island and you know places to go that you find people and and kill them and the best person wins all in about 22 minutes. Is this this a good idea to have children, like, you know, young children? Because this child that I was talking about, she was nine years old. Is it a good idea to have nine-year-old kids playing a game where they have to kill other people because from what I understand each user is like an, an actual person they're, they're virtual but yep. they're being controlled by someone else on the other planet like it could be like me versus Taryn versus Chris and we're all playing this game together and I kill them like is, is that is that really a good idea I, I feel very concerned about that like if I had a child I'd never want them to play anything where they were killing even if it's virtual well yeah that, that's debatable too that some say boys will be boys especially mm-hmm. um, in that well, good old cops and robbers and cowboys and Indians in the playground of years gone by. Mm-hmm. Um, what they say about this game is, and it's debatable, is um, there's no blood and there's no gore. So it's a nice killing. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an unrealistically clean killing. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but um, so they say, oh, well, it's, it's low-level violence. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure as a parent if what my kid's playing that or not. Um but, yeah, a strategy game, they're saying. So, yeah, it's a good strategy game that, that you play. Um, how is it – How is it? I, I would I would love to understand what the process in the brain, like the chemicals, whatever it is that happens that makes it so addictive. Like how can a nine-year-old be like, I just want to stay awake all night long and play this game and I can't even be able to go to the toilet. I'm just going to pee on my pillow so I can keep playing this game. Like – Addiction, you know, we often think of addiction as something that, you know, affects adults when it comes to like alcohol or cocaine or heroin. We don't think, oh, nine-year-old with a video game. And then they have the, then they have the uh, you know, the symptoms of addiction and the symptoms of withdrawal. And it's, it is so serious. Yeah, well, the problem is that Fortnite is built by the designers to be purposely addictive. Um, now, screen addiction is something that's really big right now, too. And that nine-year-old girl, I worry for her. Mm-hmm. And also worry for the parents that allowed her to even play it in yeah. her bedroom in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, because the problem is with our, with our young kids and our teens, um, the pleasure centers of the brain are, are highly aroused, mm-hmm. um, especially in this sort of game. And so the dopamine kicks in. And so every time they're playing these shoot them up games there's a trickle of dopamine going right to their pleasure center mm-hmm. now when it comes to our um older um people we have breaks that kick in saying hey hang on i've got to go and do this I've got to do that whatever else whereas with kids there's no breaks it just yeah. doesn't kick in they don't even think about that it's all pleasure it's with their friends it's peer group pressure they're all in there doing it together it's a 20 minute game and 20 minutes turns into two, three, four, five games all night. Some of these kids are playing for 40 hours um, in a week. Whoa. That's a full-time job. That's right. That's a full-time right. job. Wow. That's in. Uh, I'm, see, I, I, I see video games as being life stealers. 
you know, when you're playing a video game, you're not engaging in real life anymore. And irrespective of, you know, what some research might say, oh, but it gives them like, you know, cognitive balance or I don't know, whatever, you know, it gives them good practice for driving cars in the future, whatever it is. I just feel like you're engaging in something that's suddenly no longer real and you're missing out on life. That's the thing. See, cowboys and Indians, that was in the schoolyard. You're yeah. running around outside. You're, uh-huh. you're involved in play. You're burning energy. You're in the great outdoors. All those things are great for um, healthy minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this thing, it's you're indoors. You're sitting down. You're sedentary. You're often in your bedroom. You're alone, although you're playing, connected online. And um, so all those health effects aren't there at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's turning into a crazy... Um, craze mm-hmm. that is um, taking our kids down. Maybe surprisingly detrimental. And Chris, you said something earlier. I had to put you on the spot, but I asked <laughs> you whether or not you played Fortnite and you said no. Um, what was your reason again? Uh, I just, uh, I haven't played any video games for quite a few years now. Uh, I played quite a bit during high school and high school is really not a good time, I think, for, <laughs> for anyone to start doing anything because... Very, you have very little self control, you know, and you're not thinking very, um, uh, you're not thinking heaps. Um, uh, I'm very happy, I'm very thankful though. My parents were quite adamant with like keeping me limited to how much mm. I played. They, because they understood they were, they were reluctant for me to even play at all. Um, but and you were, you were quite, you know, you're a bit older at that time. And so you realized, you recognized within yourself that you had a, a self control problem with it. And so you yeah. curbed it. But kids, like, they're not going to realize that or they're going to keep it. The brakes don't kick in. Yeah. Parents need to be the brakes. That's the big thing yeah. here. Parenting needs to be, um, interactive, involved, and knowing what your kid is up to, especially online. So, Darren, can you give us maybe like some solutions or suggestions for what parents who are listening right now can maybe do? Because I've seen so many little memes online already on social media about, oh, I've lost my son to Fortnite because that's all he does now. You know, what are some suggestions for them to essentially get their kids back? Well, remember, number one, that you are the parent. Mm. You're often paying the bill. You're often paying paying for these devices. So... Mm -hmm. Um, when you buy these devices for your kids, and that's the problem with this game, it can be played on any device, whether mobile, computer, iPad, um, it's it's highly mobile. Um, so so set the boundaries right from the start and um, have a tech agreement with your kids that say, this is what we're going to do, this is how it's going to happen. If you break the rules, you lose mm-hmm. the rights or the mm-hmm. privileges. Good old parenting 101. Um, so, so that's um, keeping in mind. Also, balance, variety, moderation. Okay, um, if you want to play a game, this is a game you can play. Um, there are good games you can play online, but but set limits as to how long, who they're playing with, whether online or by themselves, um, be involved in that picture mm-hmm. so that you know what game they're playing and when and where and make sure that that screen time is balanced with outdoor time and chore time and homework time and all the things a child has to do. Mm-hmm. So so set those boundaries. Um, declare meals and bedrooms as technology-free zones. That's um, a good idea. There's, there's no devices in the bedrooms because... Um, we could talk about porn online. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge right mm-hmm. now. Is um, if our kids have devices in the bedrooms, they're accessing porn, let alone video games. So, mm-hmm. so no, no, no bedrooms and no screen time or mobile phones. That includes you, Dad, um, at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so that conversation and family interaction 
happen. So, so yeah, um, have technology-free zones, maybe even technology-free weekends. That's um, a good idea. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people turn off their phones, and not not just um, Christians. There are general people in society that say, no, we don't need our phones on the weekends. Turn them off. Turn off the modem. And, and reconnect with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they call it technology-free Sabbath. Um, oh, I like try that. Try that. Yeah. Um, it's based on the text in Exodus that says, do not kindle your fire on the Sabbath. So <laughs> 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 not sure about the theology, but I, I was I like just the about idea. to say, I wonder if there's any Bible verses about video games. But hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess um, as a man thinks, so is he. And yeah. also where it says, um, think on these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, garbage in, garbage out, I guess yeah, is, is absolutely. the thing. So, so yeah, be aware. Um, also... In, of course, encourage a free range activities. Um, most importantly, spend time with your child. Mm. Um, fight for the right relationship with your child. Mm-hmm. Don't let the child disconnect from you and from the family um, and, and go alone. Um, be there in their picture and fight to be in their picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think often, you know, if we want to take control of our kids' screen time, you know, I often see so many parents who like they're out and about with their kids and they're just lost in their phone, they're lost in their own device. It's like, how can you <clears throat> expect to, um, you know, get your kid off their screen if you yourself are just lost in your own screen? So I, I think it yeah, might be like the a The issue double, is yeah. it's not just kids playing these games. Um, mm. A lot of the kids that started playing the video Pac-Man type things in the 70s and 80s are now adults and they're still playing those games. So a lot of adults are playing this game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other issue is um, adults are interacting with our kids online. I'm not sure if I want that with my kids. Yeah, that's scary. Just the thought that, yeah, some grown-ups somewhere on the other side of the planet are yeah. have access to to children, yeah. So, so be aware of who they're interacting with online and if it's their schoolmates or if it's someone up the road they don't even know. Now, is if, if we uh, have any parents who are listening who maybe have kids who are quite addicted to Fortnite or any kind of video game, is there some like external place they can get help? Like is there a, you know, a phone number they can call to get advice from? Is something like that been set up yet? Yeah, it, it's recognised as a addiction now. Oh, wow. Um, technology addiction, digital, digital tech addiction. So find a good psychologist. Um, if you have trouble finding one, phone us and we can help you find a centre near you mm-hmm. You get your child to. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's an addiction that ha- has to be broken um, with professional help. Well, thank you so much for coming in and shedding a light on this fortnight craze. We've all heard about it. We now know more about it, so I think we're better equipped. Thank you very much, Darren Pratt, for coming in and sharing that with us. Um, if you would like to have more information uh, either about uh, overcoming addiction, digital addiction, or more information uh, from Darren Pratt about uh, Fortnite and about raising kids, there is a pamphlet, Families and Technologies Living Well in the Digital Age. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Um, and we can pass that on to you. We will also put that up on our Facebook and our Instagram. You can check it out later today and uh, you can definitely follow the links through and we'll have everything there for you. Thank you so much, Darren. Thank you. Stay tuned. This is Marianne Blythe Peppers with I Heard the Voice of Jesus.
on. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile.